are listening to the Pine Mountain Outdoors podcast where we cover hunting and fishing right in the heart of the Appalachian Mountains. You'll hear stories and real talk from hunters and fishermen, both past and present. Thanks for joining us, and if you enjoy listening, head on over to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and give Pine Mountain Outdoors a follow. Will, Will, check us in. Well, we're back again. Late night. A little bit later tonight than usual. This is the Hoodow shift. That's right. Hoodow podcast. All right, guys. Well, it's been a couple weeks, but we've had some things that were, you know, outside of our control that we couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't get you one last week. But uh, anyway, so we're back at it right now. Two weeks, less than two weeks from turkey season here. And that's what we're going to talk about. How exciting. My goodness, I've been waiting on this since last spring. (laughs) So I got something here for you. Because I've been doing a little research on turkeys since, uh, you know, I didn't have anything else to do this week. Ben Franklin. You heard of him. He wanted to be the national bird. Anybody, yeah. I just hey. stole your thunder. How about that? You did. I'm glad you did. <laughs> but you How think, sad would that have been that we couldn't hunt turkeys because exactly. Ben Franklin wanted it to be the national bird? Be the opposite. We'd be hunting eagles. Can you imagine that? Ooh. They don't call nearly as much. No. You ever heard of eagle no. call? It does, it does make a noise. <laughs> no, I can confirm. I have seen it. I've heard it myself that they do make a noise. But it's like a whistle. Yeah. Kinda, it's kinda weird. So that we heard some up in... Yeah, with County a yeah. few times. I do have a pretty good quote that I wrote down from Ben Franklin about oh, the wild turkey. I'm going to read it to you. Let's hear it. The turkey is in comparison as much more respectable bird and without a true original native of America. That's got to be wrong. It is a native of America. And with all, with, yeah, with all, a true original native of America... A bird of courage and would not hesitate to attack a grenadier of the British guards who should presume to invade his farmyard with a red coat on. True Sounds American. like he was, uh, <clears throat> man, he thought pretty highly of that bird, you know. Apparently so. Anyway, got a couple other things. <laughs> Check this out. The first recorded description of a turkey was in 1525. Some guy named Ovido wrote a book called uh, Genera and Natural History of the Indies. And, of course, you know, they were mostly extinct during the 20th century. Huh. You ever seen the early drawings of turkeys? Like, like I know in, in uh, Tenth Legion, yeah. there's a few drawings yeah. of, of turkeys. They look funny in those drawings. Nothing like what... They weren't corn-fed. I mean... <laughs> I'm talking about wild turkeys now. Yeah. They just the drawing, the depictions of them look a lot different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, Tec- look like technology's got a little bit better. Uh, so, in the 1960s, when restoration really got hardcore and began, wasn't until 1991 that spring turkey season was open in all 48 states that had them. Wow. How about that? That's wild. 19 what? What was that again? 19. Uh, 91? 91. 91, I think. That's yeah. not that long ago, really. I mean, no. think about it. 30 years. No. So we're going to talk about the one turkey we hunt in this area, which is the eastern wild turkey, or Meligrus G A L L O P A V O. 
Sylvestris is the eastern one. So that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I figured you did. That was in fifth fifth grade. Fifth grade uh, science class. That's pretty good on that Latin yeah. there. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so you got the eastern is the Sylvestris. Uh, Florida's got the Osceolas, the Rios, actually called Intermedia. Hmm. Uh, the Gould's turkey. It's actually a Mexicana. And then you got the Merriams. And the eastern turkey was named by some fellow who probably never even hunted turkeys. LPJ Violet in 1817, meaning the forest turkey. What do you think about that? I think I would, I'd like to, you know, one time in my life get a Grand Slam and kill at least one of them. All of them. Yeah, I think yeah. there is another one in South <laughs> I think America. I'm gonna make that a goal of mine. There's another turkey in South America, and I can't, I can't remember what its name, what 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 they call it. But uh, so was there five subspecies? Yeah, five subspecies in North America and one South America. And so do they not recognize the oscillated? Is that Osceola? Osceola. No, there's an oscillated. Also, it looks uh, kind of like a peacock. That's a South America bird. Okay. Yeah, that's one. It, it's uh, got the real vibrant yes. feathers. Yeah. I wonder what they. Uh, I thought there were some of those in South Florida, is there not? Uh, I know there's Osceola's down there, but I, I, thought, I thought. Maybe they maybe import was, them. Maybe, yeah, know. maybe it was on like some farms or something. Yeah. That, and it could have been Texas, too. I know Texas is. Big uh, import farms. So I pulled some numbers of turkey populations in the Appalachian Mountains from Virginia, West Virginia, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania. And Virginia's right up there with the... It's a, pretty, it's a top contender. I can see it. Um, estimated between 170 and 190,000 turkeys. Well, it's quite a few. How many and, days did we get last year without hearing one? Yeah. And there's that many. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll get to that, too. I'll get to that, too. Rascals. Um, West Virginia... <coughs> 101,340. Kentucky. Now, I believe that. Yeah, 100%. Kentucky. 250 to 400,000. LBL. I believe that. That's man, right. That I've got some points in that right now. I need to probably look at cashing those in. And Pennsylvania had 170,000. Now, this is what's. Uh, man, Pennsylvania is on it because they've got 170,000 turkeys. They sold 930,815 licenses Holy <laughs> for those poor birds up there. We are 277,281 in Virginia. Kentucky is 334, 342. So, I bet man, you Pennsylvania almost, a, yelp. almost a million, almost a million hunting licenses sold. I bet for them suckers here to yelp when they take off. Sorry, you got those hundred seventy thousand. <laughs> <laughs> those poor birds. <laughs> oh, um, so uh, if it, if you're listening and you don't know it meant much about turkeys, is they're very hard to hunt and they're very sharp. If they could smell, you probably never kill one. No, probably no, not. No way. Um, that brings up an interesting point. So we we were talking <laughs> we were talking turkey hunting the other day at work. Yeah. Okay. You know, and you know I work with a lot of bright people. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this guy makes the, he makes the argument to me. Valedictorian. Right? Turkeys are easy to kill. I love it when he, people say. I'm like, a smart person. Are you kidding me, dude? <clears throat> I said, "What are you hunting with?" 
Rifle. Take a guess. Rifle. Well, two twenty three, of course. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. "You're cheating." No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Well, I think it goes yep. back to the squirrel thing. If you're over eight years old and hunt them with a rifle. Then well, here's here's something that I, you know, bringing up the two two three, and uh, of course I ain't gonna miss no names, but I had a, a, a young man tell me that um, I I was doing it wrong, hunting with a twelve gauge, because <laughs> because you know because I had that big pattern right that I was throwing yeah, and he had that one single little two two three bullet yeah, and I said yeah you're right, but here's the thing. They have to be close to me. That's right. So I have to be you still long them. enough for them to get right. there. They don't know you're there <laughs> from 200 yards away when you shoot one. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> so I think, uh, I mean, either way, you got to give a man credit for, you know, uh, killing a turkey in general. I do it, 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 way, to I mean, you know, Dane's a big, Dane's a big supporter of the two two three turkey hunting. Mm. I'm an advocate against it. Yeah, me too. And uh, I hope he hears that. But <laughs> yeah, poor Dean. I probably. wish you knew how many times we'd be calling a bird in, and it'd just be out there about sixty yards, and I'm waiting on it to take ten more steps, and he's just pow. Well, I, I, I got will, him, buddy. <laughs> I will say we we still need to get him on here. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. He's before dead. before turkey season, he works too much. Yeah, he's a he is a working machine. I guarantee it's where he's at right now, and it's almost midnight, but. You're probably right. Hey, get this. Turkeys can run, and I believe this every bit of it, 25 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Fly a mile at a time. When they take off to when they land, they can go up to a mile and uh, fly at 55 miles an hour. And that's crazy, thinking about how big turkeys are. I mean, that's a big old animal. Yeah, I'm telling you. A full adult turkey is, what, 20 to 25-ish pounds? I mean, that's that's a good-sized turkey here. And they're yeah. flying at 55 miles an hour. <laughs> well, man, I'd knock a man. Hey, I believe that seen them how they hit them cars. You dig on <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they'll fly right through a windshield. Um, but, yeah, they'll take off, man. I've had a couple fly. And Dean was with me one time. He called one in that flew across uh, a big holler. We were calling, and it flew, and it landed in front of us. It sounded like a jet taking off. <laughs> <laughs> but, <clears throat> anyhow, I got some uh, harvest numbers. This is pretty interesting. And I read that the uh, biologist <laughs> guy put the spring turkey forecast for this year. I saw that. It looks like it's promising for everybody in northern Virginia. Yeah. So. This cold weather's going to help us, I think. Yeah, that, I, think it, I think it is, too. If it if we'd have had the weather like we'd been having, I think they would have. Uh, yeah. We'd have had two weeks and it would have been over with. Yeah. Well, like last year. Yeah. We got an extra week of all day hunting this year. Oh, yeah. This comes in the last week of April now. Uh, I'm pretty sure when y'all got a phone, you may want to check it. Yeah, I'll check. I think they said that in that uh, thing. but So here is what the Department of Wildlife Resources. That's still hard to... <laughs> it's weird to say, isn't it? Goodness gracious. Why not stick with Department of Game and Inland Fisheries? Anyhow, so I got the harvest data from 2021 in the spring. Twenty thousand five hundred forty-one gobblers were killed in Virginia. That's the second highest harvest record behind 2015, which was twenty thousand five hundred eighty, and in 2020 it was two thousand five hundred twenty-five. So they're like, the it's crazy. They're right within a hundred turkeys in those years. For the same 
So it's pretty consistent, I guess you could say. And this is what I found was a little bit concerning, was that Youth Weekend was down 30%. They only killed 613 turkeys. And I think it's because of the... No, no, none of these kids are hunting. And I thought about that, too. <clears throat> and I thought about why it bothers people. I mean, that bothers me. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I think... I mean, I'm sure there's some people it's like, well, it's more birds for us to hunt, but I'm thinking this is going to be a this is a dying sport. Yeah. And it's not just turkey hunting; it's 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 deer hunting too. But we want we as hunters want to see it continue. Right. We don't want to see just. Right. Yeah, we were the last ones. I don't want to be the last generation. <laughs> you know? Last one, no. You know? Absolutely not. So I don't know. Um, back to the turkey. Yeah. Um, it starts April the twenty fifth. Yes. So, so that's earlier. <clears throat> wow. Used to be May. Yeah, it used to be what two weeks in the, the first two weeks of May. The first two weeks of May. So anyhow, opening weekend of twenty twenty one was on fire. Four thousand five hundred and eighty eight and it would have been five thousand I'm sorry, four thousand five hundred and eighty six. I mean, the wheel. That's Hold right. on now. Daggone, Hold on. doubled up. Boom, boom. Did you get one open today? Yes. Okay, well, Cody. <laughs> Cody does have one open today, too. So. And we so, went another three weeks out here about. <laughs> that is a very true, true story. Uh, no, I think I took Dean one one or two times, tried to call one in for him, but he, I think Tyler got busted one morning. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure Dean got busted twice or maybe missed once. Yep. With his rifle. Well, we go on the mountain two mornings and didn't hear a gobble. I didn't hear a single gobble. Uh, ladies, you can hear a long ways. Yeah. I mean, you're basically on top of a big canyon. You yeah. can't hear a gobble I mean, a long, anywhere. Long and those birds ain't been caught to either. Uh, so we got, <clears throat> this is nice, 69% of all turkeys killed in 2021 was east of the Blue Ridge, 31% west, 91% were adult gobblers, 8.7% were jakes, which is a juvenile turkey for those of you who are not up to speed on it and 0.3% were bearded hens oh you gotta be desperate at that point buddy. I've seen one yeah I have too I would, I would kill a bearded hen I believe you think just so? because of the novelty of it I think like yeah. it would be interesting you know I mean to say be a good uh, you had a picture that'd be a good yeah. conversation starter right, right. yeah well, fire I mean, we already taste. got us a bearded hen yeah <laughs> Yeah, I will mention. I've got to just. I don't know if I need to be. I don't know if I need to be proud or disappointed. Man's got a Dasani water bottle tonight as a spitball. I'm kind of disappointed. I was looking forward well, to the Meliella. It's just a drinking bottle. Just a drinking bottle. No just, dip and no Meliella bottle. Well, I've been fighting a fighting a some sign of science and face or something. I don't know what's been. It's not. It's not the COVID. I don't think. The COVID. Well, that's all right if it is. <clears throat> That uh, but I am disappointed, Melly. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll pick you back up next week. I need that sponsorship, Coca Cola. Come on now. Okay, so <laughs> finish up these numbers. Ninety three point eight percent was killed on private land. Wow, that's that's what that's I said. Crazy. That's kind of incredible, really. Six percent on public land, uh, and and of the public land birds, seven hundred thirty seven turkeys were killed on George Washington National Forest. That's up from 661. And according to the biologist, spring 2022 forecast, he allows that 
there's going to be a real good population of huntable turkeys on national forest land in Virginia this year. Hmm. I don't know how he gets it, but I mean, they're paying big money to figure it out. I mean, for it us, seems so. like the hard mass this year, the acre crop was, was pretty low. Yeah. Which to me would mean that national forest turkeys would be less likely. Well, he may, he may be talking more around, uh, I think he was talking about like Botetourt County yeah, and up that way. They don't come down in here. I'm still still shocked at the six percent public land. That's wild, turkey. Of course, I mean they that's don't watch. The, that's must, about all I've ever. They must not watch the. Well, the hunting public killed a few of them there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Weapons: nineteen thousand two hundred eighty-four were killed with shotgun. One thousand forty-three was killed with a boat. I'm sorry, rifle. Boy. Dino Bravo, if you're listening, that's pitiful, babe. I was fixing to say, I, thought you, I, I really thought you were going with the bow. I was like, 1,200 with a bow. 106, 106 with a bow, 77 with a crossbow, 24 with a muzzleloader. I'm assuming a muzzleloading shotgun. Wow. Uh, and uh, 7 with a pistol. I do know a guy with a muzzleloading shotgun. Yeah? Yeah. I forget, there's it's a, a lot of it's, it's a side-by-side. No joke. He bought a, uh, a Stoger coach gun and, and modified mm-hmm. it to... Load from the muzzle and it and it takes a, a two oh nine primer in the back. Yeah. And and fires a man, that's know, a lot. Alarm. I just push the safety off, pull the trigger, man. That's, that's me. I mean, he he I guess he just you know, he's just enamored with the, the muzzle aspect. He also hunts deer with a, a side hammer muzzle loader. No kidding. Yeah. Like a flintlock type. Yeah. Mm. He's a uh, what do they call natural uh Traditionalist. traditionalist. Yeah. Um, out of our <coughs> five closest counties, we have, so including Wisely, Scott, Russell, and Dickinson County, there were only 1,076 gobblers killed in the spring. And the most of those... 10%, what was that, 5%? Is that right? My math right? So, 1,000 out of... 20,000, approximately? Yeah. hmm I think that... That is 5%, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Wow. I don't. I, I don't know. Like, in this listen, whole I, area. I, yeah, and and wow. so 148 in Wise, 237 in Lee, 344 in Scott County, 194 in Russell County, 153 in Dickinson County, and I added that up all by myself. Wow. I tell you, that means that almost means we got the turkey woods to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, I believe you're right. So getting into that. Getting into the turkey woods. Like I said, we are less than two weeks away from opening day. And what are you doing to scout? Are you scouting or not? I've scouted a little bit there, you know, on my property. What do you look for? Which I've got, what, 140-ish acres or so. I mean, I I, I look mainly for older scratching scratching and then fresher scratching. You know, kind of tell you where they're at and what what they might be eating which yeah. also will give you a good idea because my my private land pretty much mimics and mirrors our public lands that, that we hunt here mm-hmm. and so if i can figure out what they're eating on my place they're probably eating the same thing on national Forest. yeah i think too if you got some private that you're familiar with where you know they strut every year yeah that pretty much <clears throat> You can about guarantee that'd be a good place to go. I think I've killed a gobbler within fifty yards of the same place the last three years. Yeah, they just they they have a they have an area that they 
They like to strut on. They, yeah, it's kind of a strut zone and a place they kind of come to. It's and it's kind of a crossroads where it's at. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a hot little spot there. Yeah, I, I'm about the same way. It's it's hard to skip because they move so much. Yeah. They're not going to stay in the same place. I mean, as long as you, I, my feeling is, if you can go in an area generally where you say five square miles, mm-hmm. four square miles, and you know there's probably some turkeys in there, that's probably where I'd go. Yeah. I'd go in there and like that over around the lake. I'm not going to tell you which lake. There's a bunch of lakes. <laughs> but the lake. The lake. <laughs> Might be a little pond. Y'all don't know what we're talking about. But uh, there's turkeys around there all the time. Yeah. And according to the <coughs> Heard a couple there the other day. Yeah. Guy I go to church with heard some gobbling up there. And he, and he said they were cutting loose. Yeah. yeah they were hammering. One mature bird sounded like a good gobbler. Yeah. I know a couple places I'd like to go in there and hunt this spring before the snakes get bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, youth week is a week from yesterday. And um, I'm curious to see how many people hit the woods. Got here quick. I'm telling you, it just snuck right up on us. I love it. They're gobbling. That's probably what I've been doing most mornings is riding around listening for turkeys. And I'm going to go up on some private tomorrow and listen and see if I can hear anything. And I don't know. I've not got to scout much this year. (laughs) So only time I've been is when we went. Be relying on a hoot owl and a prayer <laughs> on opening morning. Yeah, because we're leaving that crow call to truck. I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, got that thing tuned up. Tell, tell, tell your dad I ordered me a special read for that this year. I'm going to tell him you're going to blow it through your uh, bugle tube. Make I am. A bit louder. Tell, tell him I rigged that thing up. I could probably figure that out. Yeah, I'm taking it. I'm, I'm taking it. You don't like crow calls. Oh, uh, this one's a different type of crow oh, call. I got you. If yeah. I blew that thing outside, they'd think the alarms were going off. Yeah. But uh, the day, the day that me and him and Dean and Dad went, if he blew it once, he blew it fifty times. Yeah. And Dad's hey. like, "Will you please tell him to put that crow call back in his bag?" I can't, that thing stays with. That, that's the most important call I've got. <laughs> I love that thing, I, and I'll figure out how to rig that up around a bugle tube just so we could just, sh- for show, just so I could show up. But just for him. He says, I can see, what are you doing with that? That's a modified crow call, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> uh, I started to, uh, the other day I was playing around, I bought one of Cane Creek Alcohols. That's good, elevator. that sounds it, good. It's a good one, but it's got a little bit too much back pressure for me. I, I blow it a little hard and I'll cut it out sometimes, but yeah. uh, to get a little more volume, I did actually stick it in the end of my bugle tube. Yeah, and blowed it a time or two. Just see what it sounded like, and it. And well, we'll figure out the crow between call. the back pressure of the, the crow call, or the uh, the alpha hooter and the back pressure of the bugle tube. It kind of it distorted it a little bit. They probably run them dogs. I can off. see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would need to get rid of them neighbors, your neighbors' dogs over there. I'm telling Did you get rid of that horse that was showing up? No, she. Yeah, Boy, old Wheels had him had him a horse been showing up in his yard. And, it looks like a barnyard now. Taking, doing his business. Yeah, there's piles all over. So. All over his heart. Cody, you scouting any, or are you just going to wing it? Buddy, I went that one time that we went shed hunting and scouting yeah. a little bit at the same time. But uh, <clears throat> past couple of years, I've I haven't really done much scouting for spring gobbler. Uh, I've got a couple spots that I go to that they've been uh, I've been pretty fortunate at both of them. So, uh, I guess we'll just yeah. wing it. That's I what I'm planning on doing a little bit today. A lot of, 
my experience turkey hunting is, is like traditional spots it's almost <laughs> you can almost guarantee there there's going to be birds there almost every year well last year let's see well the last two years um i've killed turkey in that same spot just and i, I try not to out hunt it you know yeah. hunt it to death every year but you know usually i'll kill one there and then try to look for a different place right you know try to that's, that's kind of how i do my around. place you know with just 140, 150 acres, I I try not to kill more than two. Yeah, is is generally my number. Yeah, and uh, I've got a pretty good, I got a, a really good population of hens. Really, I I may need to take a couple of those out in the fall just because I'm I'm getting 30 to 40 hens, and I've got anywhere between four and five gobblers. But sometimes, you know, that brings a gobbler off mm-hmm. of somebody else's property or off a of national forest that that i haven't seen or heard or got pictures of or you know and so it's if kind you, of a catch-22 almost yeah, a if you bit. need any help with that you know yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good spot that. i mean it's, it's... <laughs> you talk about over near your house yeah that's a good spot they like it they like those roads in there i believe good strut zones yeah there's good good places to get up where you can hear yeah. you can hear the whole place from from one high ridge we'll see that they got good roosting trees in there too <clears throat> good trees it's old timber that, that place i've hunted at every year kind of borders some private land they don't let no one hunt right mm. so that's up on top of the ridge when you first pull in it's like a kind of like a uh, just an old strip bench yeah and then down it goes off there into a little like pond and then shoots up a ridge and on top of that ridge you run into private land yeah and there's a bunch of old roads in there and those roads they've tore them all to pieces so i usually go in hit a owl hooter locate them and then (coughs) try to work my way around them set up on them it's well i'm looking forward to it i'm getting some stuff ready um, got that vest. I'm going with a new vest. That's what I was, I was fixing to ask if y'all had any new gear you want to talk yeah, about. I'm, well, I'll probably <laughs> run that one and see how I like it. Uh, Nomad makes it. Hold on, I'll tell you what model it is. But I wanted something a little lighter, and I like that thing because I'm probably going the the backpack straps come off of it all the way, and it turns into the little fanny pack with a seat cushion on it. Huh. And I think I'm going to use that to... Uh, to deer hunt with too yeah i can see it hold on i'll tell you exactly what that one's called <clears throat> will you got a what'd you get i got the uh nothing hill running gun 200 is that the same one cody uses too right yeah, that's what that I is have. that's the nomad pursuit convertible turkey vest nice. it is a nice little vest i wish the running gun came in that that old Bottomland, uh, bottom yeah. It, they, they, I bought it in the new Bottomland. Listen, and they that, make it an obsession, I think. But that might have been the only reason I bought that thing. To be honest with you, That's, they don't make a better pattern. And no. it's what fifty years old now. Well, Michael Jordan like said. Michael Jordan said, "You look good, you play good." That's right. You play good, you get paid good. Absolutely. You get paid good, you eat good. I like looking it. good is part of it. Absolutely. <laughs> I like the old Bottomland. I don't get me wrong, but. The green leaf. That, oh yeah, that's that's well, stole my yeah. heart. I consider that's, those kind of ones. Yeah, I mean it's essentially the same pattern. That, that green leaf is is very difficult to find. 
Oh, it, it is getting nowadays. harder to find. Yeah, 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 unless I mean, other than the Mossy Oak website, yeah. I just so. I just bought me a well replaced my pants and shirt, and I bought a, like a lightweight jacket. Yeah. Um, in that green leaf this year. I'm a big fan of that Nomad stuff, though. Nomad makes good. My my the pants I've been wearing for the last two or three years, turkey hunting, <clears> yeah. are Nomad pants in green leaf pattern, yeah. uh, which they don't make anymore, unfortunately. Nomad, if you're listening. You know, please get, get back on that. Yeah. yeah, pick it but, up. But uh, uh, I tell you, I've, I've not found a better better pattern to hide in the woods. I tell you, I was listening to uh, the Gamekeeper Keeper podcast. Yeah, that Mossy Oak puts out. And they had George Mayfield on there what two weeks ago, maybe talking a little turkey hunting, and uh, he was he was talking about the Mossy Oak patterns, the green leaf, and the bottomland. Yeah, and he says the same thing. Yeah, he said if you if you feel like that you can blend in, you're going to blend in better because well, it's, you, a, it's 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 part of the game. It's an early season, early spring color. Oh yeah, and I'll switch to the the obsession probably later in the spring when everything gets greener. But um, and I tell you too, man, I used to do this a lot. I would wear a a darker pant and a lighter top just because mm-hmm. I felt like if I was sitting on the ground, it right. meshed more with the leaves and, yeah. and you know sit against the trees. I bought me uh, uh, the leafy jacket in the, no, yeah. in the green leaf pattern. No, and man. it's leafy. Yeah, wow. man, yeah. I, I'm ready to try that. You out. know, a lot of people break are up that, leafy that outline stuff. I know a little the, bit. The hunting public guys, they a lot of them wear the leafy stuff. That, that's yeah. kind of where I seen the one that uh, Zach wears most yeah. of the time, and yeah. that's actually the same one I bought. And uh, it's got a little pocket in the front, and it's the leafy uh but it's in the green leaf pattern how about that see first light came out with some leafy stuff yeah i've seen that they're uh they're gonna have to catch up because sitka came out with a turkey vest so i figured it was coming yeah those companies are always competing oh yeah we're not really brand specific we'll wear anything that works oh yeah Yeah. i wear it wherever walmart if I find something good <laughs> yeah. at Goodwill, if it, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna wear it. But if anyway. it looks good and it fits good, <clears throat> I'm gonna wear it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do like that bottom land though. I'll, oh. probably, I'll probably wear some of my fusion stuff. Yeah, I uh, like the first light turkey. I mean, yeah, it it it, it blends in surprisingly well. You, yeah. you know, you kind of look at it, and you're like, I don't know, but yeah, that good. cipher's nice. Yeah, the cipher's legit. Early season, especially. Or, mm-hmm. or, They've uh, got a hoodie out now, <clears throat> and not to get off on tangents, but they've got a new. I saw that. You see that origin, origin hoodie? Think, yeah. yeah. Man, that thing looked good. I actually started to order one the other day. I, I put it in the cart and everything. <laughs> I was like, bucks. Hey, I'm, I'm going to wait on it. 170 bucks. Yeah. That's hard to swallow. But that. it's got a front pocket. You know? <laughs> you gotta, you've got to have front I've pocket. Got, I've, got, I've got the Klamath hoodie. Yeah. doesn't have a front pocket. I need the front pocket. Now, I'm I'm waiting on to get that that uh, that hand warmer back in stock yeah. for mm-hmm. that. Man, that thing's, that's got the furry stuff in I it. I used to have one of those from Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But now, one last thing I know I bought that I'm excited to use this year is the funky chicken. The no. funky chicken. I, I, ran, I ran the hen decoy yeah. forever. <laughs> last year, <clears throat> I set up, I had, a, I had a really good setup. I set up the decoy, had a gobbler come in. He was deaf. I mean, you could tell by the way he was acting, the way he sounded. He was, he was an older gobbler. But I could not get him coming. Even with the decoy, could not get him come in. But hopefully, this funky chicken changed some things this year. Yeah, it's sometimes, a little smaller. A little sometimes more I've to, seen those decoys too. Uh, sometimes you know, like I, I know I've heard a lot of turkey hunters talk about if 
if two birds come in together, a lot of these old school turkey hunters, they hate it when two birds come in together because the, the, the bird you don't kill is going to be 10 times harder to hunt. Yeah. Because especially if you've got decoys out or you have to shoot and get up and run after the first one, you know, one shot, then all you're doing is educating that thing. I mean, what else can you do? It's not like you're, you're going to let him walk in or walk by. Take a buddy hunting. Yeah, let well, him shoot the other one. That's, <laughs> like, you know. uh, that's uh, those, that is the weirdest looking decoy I've ever seen in my life. And when I got one, I said, there's no way. There's absolutely no way it'll work. But I used it the first year three times up at Jack's and killed three gobblers yeah. on three consecutive days. And I, was, I and then you know we used it up there last year. He at got your that place. thing out of his bag. This is no joke. <laughs> this is no kidding. So we've got these birds gobbling. We set up on them one time, and they when they flew down, I, I think they got in a little strut zone. There's a there's an old logging road or something down there that they got on and strutting back and forth. And so we, we knew we were going to have to move. So we moved on them and got up the road a little bit. And uh, he set that thing out in the middle of the road. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> he said, that's the funky chicken. I said, nah, don't you worry. Man, them things are going to run from that thing. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a bowling pin. Take, it take does. It. He's like, I'm telling you, it'll work. And I'm, so I'm sitting there. And I'm Doubt like, well, me. you know, we'll, we'll see what happens if they come up through here. And I'll be daggone if they didn't come running to that joker once they seen it. It's unreal. When I used, <laughs> I used it up at Jack's, like I said, the first day two gobblers came in, and when they crested the hill and seen it, they ran to it and started flogging it. Yep. I shot one off of it. The next day, the same thing happened. It came in by itself <laughs> and postured up on it, like it was, and then started flogging it again, like flapping his <laughs> way. And I killed that one. I thought... And I remember calling Dean and saying, if you want to kill a turkey tomorrow, you better, hey, like, ah, you've ruined that place and killed two up there. I'm, I said, you wait, buddy. And I went back in there, set that same decoy out on a road, different road, and called another one up over the hill. And it absolutely tore that thing all to pieces when he seen it. I think it might be, maybe it's like a survival, like a species thing. Like, we don't want that thing breeding with anything. I wouldn't either. <laughs> you know how, like, <laughs> You know how, like, you shoot an ugly-looking butt, like, you don't want yeah, the genetic... Yeah. Maybe they're like, uh-uh. It we is, don't want... It is a rock. funky chicken, that's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but, my, uh, now, my son loves it. Really? Oh, right now, <laughs> I have it just sitting in the house. I haven't put it with all my turkey stuff yet. Eli will walk around through there, and he'll go, Bird? Bird? <laughs> and that's what he wants. He'll carry it around, and then he'll bring it back to me, and he'll hand it to me. And then he'll forget about it for a second, and he'll come back, Bird? Bird? Okay. Well, to finish this up, though, I verified my shotgun sight hadn't moved with that um, uh, dead ringer on there and shot some Longbeard XR three inches. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem with that this year. I'm going to mm-hmm. save my shoulder a little bit. And, Downsize uh, a little. Yeah. And, man, that thing. And we'll, we're going to put a video up on YouTube here pretty soon. <laughs> of how well that thing padded we shot at 20 30 and 40 yards and man i and just with a factory mossberg turkey choke in there unreal 20 yards i mean it blew the center of the head completely out of the target 
But we'll we'll put that video up pretty soon. I think that's what everybody's shooting. Is that what you're shooting? That's what I, I shoot three, and, three and, half and a half inch numbers. You still got them youthful shoulders. Yeah, well, I, I don't really feel it when I'm shooting at a bird. <laughs> Cody's <laughs> high rolling, buddy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's shooting tungsten four ten. Don't probably don't ever say it out loud. Because, I mean, people find out where you live and they know, know. you've got 410 ammo. They're probably going to uh, try to come to your house. I, but that's that's the thing right now. that I haven't got it sighted in yet because I don't want to burn them daggone tungsten rounds just sighted in. Yeah. I can't find any 10, just regular 410 shells just to shoot it, to right. get it close, right. you know. And so yeah. I'm going to have to figure something out. I just, at, at I bought 15 of them and spent like $140. Yeah. And I ain't. <laughs> hey, I seen a box the other day. I I stopped in looking for uh, for some three and a half, mm-hmm. and uh, they had number fours, not number sixes. And so I was looking at all the other there. He's like, "Why don't you try some of these tungsten? Seventy three dollars a box. No, yeah, seventy three dollars. Yeah, I'll try them. You buy them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You give them to me. You give them to me. Now, uh, no, a guy at work was telling me he shot he uh, on his twenty gauge. He took some double X's and shot mm-hmm. them. And then shot uh, the long beard XR, no comparison. Really? Yeah, it's a good round. I'm glad. I think they're about. They're getting hard to find. Yeah, they are. And yeah. they put up a price too. It was thirty dollars a box. Thirty dollars, especially a box. Yeah. three and a half inch. I can find yeah. some three inch, but three and a half inch, they're, they're hard to find. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I've got. I bought two boxes of them, hoping to use three of them this spring yeah. for good times hopefully so and uh but hopefully so well y'all got anything else to add to the I don't I've, I think we've about spoke our piece on it I'm I'm got, ready for some we got spring preseason coming yeah, anybody well. has any uh if you've got any nuisance turkeys I'm <laughs> talking they're tearing your yard up <laughs> aggravating you loud waking you up in the morning goblin just uh, drop us a message, you know. We'll co- gladly come take care of that. We'll be right out. So, all right, guys. Take care. If you're going youth hunting next weekend, wear them out. Good luck. Good luck. See you next week. All right, guys. Thanks for stopping by. If you have any comments or any other topics you'd like to hear us cover on our next podcast, leave us a comment or let us know on Instagram. Thank you.